On Monday, August 8th, Tall Can Audio hits 1,000 episodes. Wait, that's still on? Who could possibly still care? And the gang is all here to celebrate. It's euphoric. It's got to be close to Nirvana. It's outstanding. For the first time ever, Maddie, Michaela, Rob, and Matt are all live in studio together. It's happening, you guys! It's happening! Oh my god! Oh my god! I wish you all were here! Is this likely to go well? Just check my notes here. No! At least it will make a lot of noise. Boom. Here comes the boom. A thousand pods and a thousand pints. I don't think I've ever been as proud in my entire life. TCA 1000 drops Monday, August 8th, wherever you find low-quality podcasts. Fuck, it's out of control. Shit. We have yeah, this love yeah. relationship with this team, and it's a horribly abusive relationship. <laughs> horribly, horribly. <laughs> Matt and Maddie's manic Maple Leaf musings. Here it is! Scores! Buds and bolts. Ooh, and it's all right, and it's coming. Oh, we gotta get right back to where we started from. Love is good. Love can be strong. We gotta get right back to where we started from. And away we go again. Game four, buds and bolts. Series tied, two apiece after the Leafs. Uh, not so good in game four down in uh, Tampa Bay. Clearly, the Tampa Bay Lightning love their mothers on this Mother's Day more than the Toronto Maple Leafs love theirs. Maddie Lang is back with us. Before we get to the unpleasantness, Maddie, did you have a chance to do a little Mother's Day goodness? Is there anything here that can warm our hearts before we get into what we have to get into? Yeah, uh, man, I love my mom. Oh, uh, <laughs> Like we said, all need our moms right now. I, I, I you know, yeah, I, I love my mom. The Leafs clearly don't love their moms. Right. Uh, Mitch Marner, I think, hates his mother. Uh, John Tavares, I'm not even sure he knows who his mother is, quite frankly, the way he played right now. What about you, though? Did you see your mom today? I, I, I saw my mom. We yeah. did a nice little uh, Mother's Day brunch. Nice. Uh, okay. And, Aunt's mom, grandma. Uh, so it was nice, you know, uh, to be honest with you, I think it was my grandmother's first time in a restaurant since uh, the whole shebang of the last couple of years. So sure, yeah. it was it was nice. Uh, I won't lie. I, I did uh, catch on uh, the social medias that you uh, were able to see your mother as well. Yeah, my mom's up here uh, and uh, here in the nation's capital. We got to spend a little time together over the course of the weekend. And awesome. uh, yeah, that was great. Um and, uh, you know, a couple nice dinners. One time we were nice enough to order out. Uh, it, it, it's kind of probably bad form on Mother's Day. She cooked for us. I don't know if that's <laughs> how that's supposed to go, but uh, she's an awesome cook, so we don't turn that down when she's around. Right? So, never right, never. Right. <laughs> right on. Um, Maddie, I'm trying to come up with almost anything else to talk about before we have to talk about this game. Um, a favorite episode of The Simpsons, <laughs> you know... Local politics. You know, I, I, I feel, I feel a lot better if there was ever a Simpsons episode that involved the Maple Leafs winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that like the Love Guru. Remember that thing with Justin yeah. Timberlake and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, it wasn't. You know what? Listen, before we get into this, yeah. listen, the Love Guru gets really shit on. Listen, it's not a cinematic masterpiece. It is not. If you if you go back and you watch it though, 
It's funny it's enough. Funny. It is. It it's is. fun. Justin it's- is low key funny. Like he is under. Like I, I go back every now and then, and and maybe. Um, you know, maybe this is the day for he's done some stuff with that uh, the Lonely Island on Saturday Night Live, right? He's got yeah. the, the Dick in a Box video, but he's also got a a Mother's Day video um, with Lonely Island. I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, Mother Lover. Have you seen that, Maddie? Uh, you know what? Not on my top uh, 25 playlist. I got to be honest with you. It should be. It should be. It's hysterical. <laughs> Look, let's get into it. It it wasn't good, man. The, the Leafs are coming home, tied to two. This is maybe the toughest all the way through this series that it's been to maintain perspective on it was going to be a long series. It was always going to be hard. Tampa's a good team. We're tied at two. But holy shit, right? Like, that game in a vacuum, in isolation, awful. Just awful. I, I texted you with, like, five minutes left in the first period. So you want us to do yeah. this now? Like, you want to just record now? Because this is done. This is over. Um I don't know. You take it, man. What'd you see? And I, I fuck. You I know just, what? Before I'm you take it, I, I forgot because you embarrassed me on my own show last week. I have a beer here. <laughs> I, have, I have to mention the beer that I'm drinking tonight. Uh, this is from the Town Brewing Company down in Whitby. Had no idea. I have heard of Town before. I've had some of their stuff before. Had no idea they were located in uh, in Whitby, uh, not far from where I grew up. So, uh, oh, there we go. This this rings true tonight. This is the Square Wheels IPA, and that's what the Leafs felt like tonight, right? Whether it was the bandwagon, <laughs> whether or not it was the Leafs train, whatever oh, was going on. This is the Square Wheels IPA. Uh, whatever the Leafs were driving tonight had Square Wheels. And uh, that's what we're getting into. It's a strong beer, six point two percent on the uh, IPA. So uh, take it away, Maddie. Sorry, I just I wanted to make sure I got that. No, away. no, no. Hey, you know, I'm allowed to catch you on that one time. You know, mm. never going to happen again. No, no. It, listen, man. I uh, you you said if this was in a vacuum, in a vacuum, outside of a vacuum, in a dirt devil. Uh, <laughs> listen, man. It doesn't matter. This was pathetic. Yep. This was absolutely pathetic. And even going into you know the first intermission, you're down three nothing. It's awful. We're getting pushed around. The intensity is not being matched. I made a comment on a on a group thread. You know what? As long as Dubas goes downstairs and throws the, the water jug <laughs> against the wall, it'll be fine. The Randy Carlisle broken toaster scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? He didn't throw en- enough. No, around true. They came out even more asleep. And in fact, if anything, it looked like they had just gotten yelled at by mom and dad. And that's what really concerned me. That look after the third goal. Like, oh my God, it's happening again. Where Riley gets pinched around and he can't catch up. Lubushkin takes a bad line on uh, on the whole player as a whole. Uh, We had Jack Campbell makes a great... You know, right leg down along the ice makes a save against Pat Maroon. Listen, Pat Maroon is not exactly a, a stick handling champion, but he makes a save. Yep. But we let him bang his own rebound in while our defensemen just watch. Yeah. And the look on the bench was, oh geez, we really got a tongue lashing there. <laughs> oh geez, got to spend the weekend in my room. It didn't look like a bunch of hockey players who needed to go out and respond. We know this is the NHL playoffs. Three goals isn't the game. Right. But the intensity, the effort, 
And, and listen, maybe they match the intensity for the rest of the game, and there's a bad bounce here or there that happens okay. Like I, like I think we all felt in game two. There was a bounce here or there. Maybe it didn't go our way. You know, Vasilevsky played you know, off his ass. There was a point there in the first period where we had one shot on net, yep. and they had three goals. Yes. <laughs> it's not great. You know, I'm not a, you know, stats are the be-all and end-all of things, but guys, that's that's not a stat you want. And it, you know, it, it just before before you go into it, like, you know, it, it, what do we have? Like 12 good minutes of hockey today? Oof, if that. So I, the, the one positive I'm really taking home with this is Nylander finally seemed to get going a bit there. Yep. That is, that is the one guy, even when we had, you know, we pulled the goalie. I know it backfired a bit or whatever you want to say. I mean, at that point, what the fuck matters? But I, I liked that. That was aggressive. You're you're done anyway. Like Not the first time he's done it this no. season either. It, 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 do you really give a shit if it's 5 2 6 2 7 2? What, like, go for it. Like, try and get something done, right? Guess what? The losses all count the same. Yep. But we got Nylander going. He got two. His second goal was pretty. Yep. Um, I really thought even on that, you know, that, uh, you know, with the empty net, he's he still looked a lot better than everybody else on the ice. Um, the only other, I mean, even though I was harping on him just now, the only other player I really saw playing hockey today was Morgan Riley, even though he seemed to be a step behind exactly where he needed to be. I'm really surprised to hear you say that because to me, that pairing with him and Labushkin has been a train wreck. Certainly tonight, uh, I think I mentioned it on uh, on Friday night. If it wasn't Friday, it was Wednesday, the last time you were on that I didn't like that pair. I didn't think they were defending well. Labushkin cannot keep up with Tampa on the rush, right, when they're coming in. Yeah. Um, he, he's turned around every single time. Uh, Riley, too. Like, I, I just I haven't liked his game. He's kind of standing there watching on that first goal. I, I don't know what's happening there, but I don't know what you do. Like, I, I don't, and, and don't, get, don't get me wrong from what I was saying. I, I mean, he looked like the only one who gave a fuck. I have no Not doubt. To say there. It looked any better, right? He looked like he gave a fuck. Yeah, today. at the end, he's still getting you know into it with uh, with point and yeah. I just man, it it, it wasn't good. I, it really wasn't. And I'm with you. I'm glad to see Willie get off the Schneid. Um, I, I had a hard time getting too worked up in all the criticism on the Tavares and Willie thing coming into this because no one was talking about the fact that Stamkos hadn't scored yet either, right? Like, yeah. Um, so if we're going to do this, like, let's be real, let's be equal, let's be fair about these things, but that's not what Toronto sports media does. Coming out of it, yeah, uh, the further we get into it and Tavares isn't performing, it's worth mentioning, it's worth talking about, but but Nylander got off the schneid today, um, and he's going now, hopefully, right? Like, hopefully he can carry that forward a little bit, yeah, but you just yeah. were hearing way less about Stamkos than you were about the Toronto guys, which is just so fucking typical. Well, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the mainstream media, that's especially sports, that which is, you know, we all know what a kind of, I, I want to say a joke, but what, they, what they're to do is, their job is basically get enough clickbait and enough of us pissed off that we all watch the clip yep. and drive up views for, I'd say for entertainment, but just for ad dollars. That's all they do, <laughs> right? Like that's that's especially. I mean, Kipper is the worst I think out of everybody, but you know Kevin Biesca, uh, 
See, he's the one I kind of like the most, I think. I, I, <laughs> I, I like him on TV as much as I hate him as a player. I like him on yes, TV. Yes. But he does the exact same thing that they all do, right? It's say something that's going to piss off Lee fans, be too one sided. We, You know, we're all going to text it to each other. We're all going to share the link <laughs> through our Roger cell phones. Day, yeah, through a Roger cell phone, through a Roger internet plan. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just so they could get the clickbait again. That's, and, I mean, it, it's so evident, and I know we all get kind of pulled into it. And, you know, I I, I went on Twitter once. <laughs> I was game. very light I on Twitter tonight, myself. man. Very I light. I myself one time. Um, and I'll probably go on a little bit later yeah. to see what's happening at WWF Backlash. Yeah, and that's man. about it, right? Yeah, I gotta that's, know. That's Did Ronda and Charlotte tear the house down? Right, like that was one of the things I thought maybe we should talk about tonight instead of this game. Was uh, well, listen, I, I Cody Rhodes see what happens. and Seth Rollins, right? That's... I want to see what happens with the Brood 2.0. That's what I'm looking yes. for. I want to know what's happening here. Of course, man. Look, let's let's get this out of the way. Uh, Jack Campbell, I thought early on was hung out to dry a bit by his team. Um, that 100%. was it. The fourth goal that went like right through his glove, like it was just fucking terrible. Um, at yes, that point, yeah, that yeah. was a terrible goal, but overall, I don't pin this on him. They were making a big deal on the broadcast about him saying how much he had wanted to stay in. I expect that, right? You want to stay in and battle with your guys. Is there a goalie controversy? Is he starting for you game five or would you look at Shalgren now who apparently was fine, right? Like, and only eight or nine saves and Tampa had kind of put it into, into coast at that point. Yeah. 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 Uh, listen, man, that's, uh, Somebody said this to me because uh, I said, I think after that goal, I said, okay, we that's his first bad goal, but we got to get him out. Like you would have pulled yeah. him there after the four. I said, yeah. pull, pull him now because the team is clearly not playing for him right now. Yeah, yeah. And as much as, you know, the hockey mentality is stupid sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that wakes up a team for whatever stupid reason. Yep. And there, somebody said to me, yeah, we want to get Shalgren some playing time for so that he's ready for next game and i'm like are you fucking kidding me that i'm like you might as well just send jack campbell to arizona right now <laughs> because if that's what your plan is and then what happens when you lose you're going back to jack no you're not no, going back to that'll jack. be he's the end done. of it yep that'll he's be done. the end of it that is that is poison you taking him out of the game for two purposes one to try to fire your team up yep. and two if they don't get fired up get your best player out of the line of fire. That's it. Get him some rest. Jack, Don't let him be Jack humiliated. Campbell, Don't let him have it. his confidence shattered. Get him back in. Get him back in next game. There's no doubt about it. And I, again, we haven't had the time or the privy yet to, to go back and watch maybe the, uh, the interviews after the game. No. The press conference. But I gotta believe, because you know some idiot's gonna ask, you know, he's gonna ask Keith that same question. He's gonna say two things. What, what do you think about the play today? And you're going to say, you know, who's your starting goalie come tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Listen, Jack Campbell's a starting goalie. There's not a, there's nothing that happened in that game. Even if the first three goals were on him, there's nothing to say after that entire season and a half with Jack Campbell. We're pulling him. Right. Guess what? Everybody's had a bad day. Everybody's gone to work, not felt the best. Unfortunately, we haven't done it with, I don't know, 3 million people watching us on TV. But that's Thank aside God from the that. fact, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy, I turned in some stinkers. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Let's be serious. And but nobody has any first... kind of long-term memory as far back as just Monday. 
when Vasilevsky got pumped for five. Oh, I and know. no one was going, well, maybe they won't start Vasilevsky next. Right? Like you just have a shit day at the office. That's it. it I, I, I can get, I almost can't even get out of my mouth right now. I'm so mad sometimes when people talk this way because I have short term memory with it. But the reality is, it's like you know what Keith is going to say. We played like shit in front of Jack. Yep. And, and that's the end. And he's going to say he's we gonna played right. like shit. And if the team can't respond to this, man, I don't know. I think that's why we're we're still kind of defeated. Today. As you said, long term view. This is a micro. We, we really got to think macro here, but. Jesus. Well, it's, Jesus, this was bad. And this is it. So to me, I was getting messages and, and, and talking to people after game one and even on Twitter, just kind of scanning through people going, was Toronto that good or was Tampa that bad? And I kind of went, you know what? Kind of looked like both to me after game one, right? Um, and in this one, I basically would just flip the labels. Like, yeah, Toronto was shit. And Tampa was very good and took advantage of it. Very good it, in that first 20. Jesus. It doesn't wow. have to carry over, though, right? Like, it didn't for Tampa. They came back and responded in game two. You're tied at two with the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. It's the best two of three now heading home. It's not going to be easy. It never was. But nobody reacted to Tampa's game one loss the way people are reacting to Toronto's game four. And I get it. Maybe you don't deserve the benefit of the doubt because we've had these collapses and we've had these bad moments. But to me, man, the biggest storyline to take away from this game is what happens in the first 10 minutes of game five. Has Toronto changed? Are they better? Are they more matured? Or do they fold? Do they crumble? And this is the beginning of the end of it. And we don't know that yet. Like, I'm not taking anything from this game in that regard, right? In terms yeah, of the long-term yeah. stability of the this core. But I will in the first 10 or 20 minutes of that of game five. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. And one thing that Kevin Biesca said on the, on the telecast today was how surprised he was at how little playing time Matthews was on for at that moment. He went back to game one that he didn't start. Mm-hmm. He didn't start again today. Man, it, you gotta believe that Keith has got to give him the reins. Got to play the shit on out Tuesday. Of him. You gotta get him on the ice more. You gotta get him on. Doesn't matter what you know. They were bad though I, in Tampa, I, eh? Like they they were I, invisible I, in games three and four. Yes, that Matthews line. Like where were they? Yeah, where were they? They were absolutely as much as we're harping on Tavares. Yep. Where where are where are Martyr? Where are Matthews? Um, you know, Bunting was kind of around there in the third period a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know, man. It, this this was this was a tough one to believe in those top four guys um, until you you know until we got Nylander scoring in the third period. And again, though, um, if you pull back with a little context, right? Game three, we were giving all kinds of credit to Engvall, to Mikheyev, to Camp, right? Like uh, guys down your lineup that were getting things done. Well, you know what? Tonight. It was it was Pat Maroon, it was yeah. Ross Colton, it was it was Tampa's depth guys. Like the top guys seem to be sawing off each other, right? Pretty like evenly, yeah, yeah. And so you need look at some point you're gonna have to break that. Like you need your top guys to break through and and get it done. But again, like with any sort of context or big picture, we loved that our depth got it. Done. Jake Muzzin scoring goals, right? And uh, we were seeing that. And tonight. 
it was Tampa's depth guys that got it done. Yes, Stamkos got one early on or whatever, but overwhelmingly, this was Tampa's depth. And so I, I just, I, I won't lie to you, I was furious at the end of the first period. I Like, just don't talk to me, just leave me the fuck alone. But when you kind of step back, it, it's just hard to go, okay, okay, reset, tie to two, to best two of three, with yeah. home ice advantage. Again, I, you know, take that back review for sure, and I think we'll all feel bet- a little bit better after a full day to digest it a little bit. Once that emotion's out of it, I, I would say this though, Matt the the difference between game one and game four is I don't think Tampa played apps. I know we talked about. It. You said maybe they did they played worse than maybe I admit, but they were still you know they were skating with the Leafs in game one. You know they were. It's not like they didn't have any great shots on that. We're talking about, like we said, what did the Leafs have? One shot in 10 minutes? Yeah. They, this felt like a team that wasn't prepared. They weren't mentally, prepared. They did not start. Physically, emotionally. Uh, you I can't know. spot Tampa 3 <laughs> and expect to. Maybe less iPhone commercials and a little more time meditating. <laughs> I don't know. A few less of those Doug Ford commercials would be great, man. Like a, <laughs> these, That little jingle's getting to me, man. Always Doug will fuck it up, right? Yeah, you know what? You make a good point, but I I don't think Tampa was very good in game one. I I thought both of those, I thought Toronto was very good. I thought Tampa was very bad. And I left that game going, I expect Tampa will be much better in game two and Toronto is going to have to keep their level up. And they didn't. And so coming out of this one, I sort of feel the same way. Toronto stunk. Can they rebound the way Tampa did after game one? That's just sort of where I'm at with it. I this is going to be the thing. This is the this is the linchpin. I'm already seeing tweets tonight saying this is where the series was lost. It's over. Uh, things like you're just fuck That's off. A little dramatic. That's it a little is dramatic. And I just I think this is what we're going to find out in the first ten or fifteen or twenty minutes that first period of of game five is is this Toronto team different or aren't they? And we'll have a lot to talk about on Tuesday night on that front. That- that's it. I mean, the one, my, my one fear, and maybe that, like, you know, that sand, sand trap feeling uh, of being a Leaf fan in me is, you know, we have, it hasn't really felt like hockey is organized chaos the best times, yep. right? Which is why it makes it so hard to bet in hockey yes. or a, as a fan in hockey. Although they're trying hard to get us to. I, <laughs> fuck, I, <laughs> Christ, I know. Bet 99, the it, game starts here. Yeah. Does it? Does it? Does it, Austin? Does the game start here? That's where the game starts, isn't it? Because it doesn't feel like it started anywhere tonight, Austin. No, it's true. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm going, going, I've gone from just absolute, just desolate, just, just just absolutely like no soul in me to being angry again. Yeah. (laughs) No, I, 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 those those stages of grief all all over again. Yeah. Um, but you know that the the thing is, you know, we always expect as a leaf, like we know Vasilevsky's going to steal one, right? Yep. We we knew there was going to be a fucking Corey Perry game. Hopefully, it was today. Uh, you know, it, we always expect there's going to be a bad bounce on us. Yep. Now it'd be great if I felt like the bad bounce is going to go against Tampa, but that's not where my psyche's at. No, of course not. We are battered and abused and abused lovers, basically, right? We have yeah, this love hate yeah. relationship with this team. And it's a horribly abusive relationship. <laughs> horribly, horribly. <laughs> so you know, I'm I'm trying to find the, the the silver lining in this, right? And like you said, I 
the first 10 minutes, the, the first two, three shifts is going to tell us so much about whether we've placed our faith in this team well enough. Would you make any changes, because um, we've been back and forth on this, in terms of the lineup, uh, after game one, I remember we talked about this, and you were in favor, I believe, of keeping at least one of the face punchers in. After yeah. game two, you were not in favor of that anymore. Wayne Simmons had taken two horrible penalties. And when you go on the road, you want a fourth line that can play a little, right? And yeah. So coming back home... Um, would you make any changes to that fourth line? Would you make any other adjustments? And maybe relatedly on the defense, would you switch anything up? Yeah, I, I, I guess we'd have to check to see who is completely physically available right now. And I, I'm not quite sure if I know. Well, really, the only guy, it, like Sandine, we haven't seen. I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, it would be Liljegren on the back end. Clifford is yeah. back. Simmons is back. Like those guys would be available if you wanted to uh, do that. Uh, you you got to get. I, I know we said Labushkin. I, I think Hall's got to get out of there, man. Back he, at home. He was, yeah. Yeah. I, you you got to get him off the ice. Last year, he had a great season. This year, he's just not doing it. And I, I think we're seeing more and more of it. I don't know if you pull Labushkin and, and Riles apart. Um, maybe this time of season you're not doing that quite frankly uh maybe that might impart more damage but i, I can't see hall being in the lineup um uh, i would uh part of me says we see simmons back in the lineup who comes out that's the tough question right like who who's the guy you're gonna pull off right you're not you're not pulling anybody on the third line off, so nope. who are you taking off again? Is it maybe Spezza? Like Spezza didn't do all that much the last two games, right? Uh, maybe you get maybe you flip them. I did. I, I know we talked about faceoffs and stuff, and maybe that's more important than an away game. But I did notice that once or twice where you know somebody got bumped, and you know it's nice to have Spezza come in yep. as a backup, or you know vice versa with him and Tavares. You're like, yeah, hey, you're still getting a guy who's you know top of the a yeah. top guy at draws and how important is Tons that in the experience so i mean it's nice having that at, at certain times for sure but uh you got to think that the wayne chain is just chomping at the bit at being embarrassed there in game two so i would i would think that maybe if there's any forward change that's where we go i gotta tell I you how you feel about it on my end on the day i don't really I, at home I guess I'm okay with it because unless you're icing the puck constantly, you can kind of pick who's going to come out for those defensive zone face-offs. If you wanted to bring Simmons back in and take Spezza out, I guess that's okay. It, he was supposed to impact the second power play. It didn't really work. Yeah. Like, he didn't stay claim to being kept in the lineup. So, I guess I'm fine with that. My issue, honestly, man, I'm, I'm just... I don't know what I would do on the blue line because Labushkin has been terrible, honestly. And him with Riley has been terrible. And Riley is part of that. It's not Labushkin just dragging down Riley. Riley, we know, isn't great in his own end. Um, But he needs someone who can help him out. That's why that pair with him and Brody was always so good. But they've been using Brody to keep Muzzin afloat, and Muzzin's played pretty well. So that pair, I don't think I want to tear apart. I don't think I want to put Liljegren... With Riley, like I don't think that pair is going to defend heavy enough in front of the net, and you're running out of options fast, right? If you, you can pull Hall very quickly, you can pull very Hall, quickly. put Liljegren back in there with 
with Giordano, and I might do that. I, I, I thought Hall was fine in Game 3. I didn't think he was very good in Game 4, but nobody was. But that still leaves Labushkin with Riley, yeah. and that's been a problem. So unless you're willing to do, like, go back to Riley Brody, Muzzin Hall, and Giordano Liljegren, and sit down Labushkin, like, to me, that's the only change I would probably be okay with. But there does need to be a change. And I just, I don't love your options. That's all. I, I just, I think you're yeah, kind of trapped I, there a bit. I, I, I just I, think he can't you know, keep up. As, as we talk about it, you're like, oh, well, what? Oh, I, I thought our defense was better than this. And then you're like, oh, maybe, maybe they're not. Maybe. Well, know, I like, think part of the, the issue with Labushkin. 38 year old defenseman in our trade deadline. Yes, but Labushkin is like we agreed. After game two, you could not take Labushkin out if you were taking Clifford and Simmons out. You needed a little Correct. sandpaper. You needed some Correct. physicality. If you're bringing one or two of those guys back in, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I would try it. Right. I, well, especially because I don't really see Labushkin. I haven't seen him lay one of his hits. I haven't seen him really put somebody down. No, I've seen him take penalties and be out of position. I've, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just it, terribly out of position for most of this game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's nothing else to say about it. It's, it's, it's disappointing because I thought he had a pretty good season here in Toronto. Yep. Um, not to say there's not a team he doesn't match up better against. Well, that's it. He just, like, he just can't uh, skate with Tampa. That's all. Yeah. There's a lot of most of teams, lots you know, of teams can't skate with Tampa. That, I was going to say there's a lot of teams <laughs> that can't skate with Toronto, right? Like mm-hmm. we do the exact same thing to a lot of other teams, right? That's right, man. Uh, but yeah, him and him and Riley have not been great. To be um, nice about it. To be nice. Yes. So here we are, man. Series tied to two. We knew it was going to be long. We knew it was going to be difficult. And tonight was devastating. But it doesn't change big picture where we stand. Um, how are you feeling? Best of three, baby. Yeah. You know, best of three. Uh, you know, let's be honest, man. If, if people were making bets at the beginning of the series, a lot of people... More than ninety percent of people would have said it probably would have been tied after four games, anyways. Like, and if you if you scroll down the NHL playoffs, guess what? Most of the series are tied two two. Yep. Right. You got Colorado up up three nothing, uh, but they've been playing a team without a starting goalie. So I don't know. Let's not hand them the Stanley Cup just yet. And uh, <laughs> I have a feeling Edmonton probably wins today. But other than that, like it's you know it's basically twos across the board, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's tight, and it's that's half the fun of it. That's hockey. Unless you're that's cheering hockey, for man. it, in which case it's hell. Yeah, unless you're cheering for the Maple Leafs, then it's hell anyways. Listen, if it was 3-1, everybody would be cheering for the Leaf fans anyways. It wouldn't matter. Are you here Tuesday night? I am here Tuesday night, my good friend. Gorgeous. Uh, we'll wind this one down here then, unless you got anything else you wanted to, uh, oh. to opine on for this one. No, it's just everybody say a little prayer for your boys. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because uh, honestly, that might be where it turns. The mood of this show may turn one way or another. Now you're one game away from advancing or one game away from elimination. Game exactly. five is going to be huge. This, it could be an emotional Tuesday night. Uh, Matty, as always, appreciate it, my man. Thanks again, buddy. I'll talk to you Tuesday. That's Buds and Bolts. Game four. We'll see you Tuesday night. Woo!